0: See, you see Roo? Yes, I do. I sent him a co-host invite. will you did you see the co-host invite? You might have to drop. Darrell will come back. Oh, you see it? Okay. Yeah, he sees it. I just need you to accept it, and I'm gone. Ladies and gentlemen, your host for the conversation, VSN Queen and King Brother Daru. Hey everybody, we're gonna give it two more minutes and then we're gonna get started. How you doing, Brother Ru? Oh
1: chill accent on this Saturday afternoon. Early Saturday afternoon in September. How's everyone out there?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Hey, Slater, State, Dr. K.
1: What's going
2: on, people? Chilling, man.
0: I'm doing very well, in case anyone cares.
2: I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for this football season to start, and I'm going to make me some beats today. But other than that,
1: chilling, man. Okay. I said we have a lot going on in the news today and all kind of news that's gonna make this kind of an easy space. It'll be a space that pretty much runs itself. One thing about the news, man, it never it never leaves us with a lack of content.
0: True. We'll give it uh to uh twelve thirty seven and then we'll get started. All right.
1: All right. Slater, who's, all right. Your, who's your football team? I mean, you you're all over the country. I mean,
2: Cincinnati, baby.
1: Cincinnati, all right. So let's see. Your 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 um your basketball team is Denver. Yes, sir. Your WNBA squad, it's the Aces. Yes, sir. So you that we all, that wait, we all know so that, that right. you're not going you're not going to celebrate two so championships. Say it right. You got to say a a, professional say it right you Talk mm-hmm. to me.
2: First place aces. Say it, you got to say the whole thing. Like a like a pimp named Slickback, you got to say the whole thing.
1: The struggling first oh. place aces. <laughs> a
2: lot of hate in the voice I see. A lot of hate in the voice oh, I see. It's okay,
1: you know.
2: It's all right. Who's
1: a I'm just, I'm just asking. Uh, they, you know, they are the, they are in first place in the standings. Um, but there's a team that that won the um, championship during the regular season. That doesn't line up with the standings that you're looking sir, at. Sir, sir, like, uh, sir, Give me the name of that squad that sir. won that championship. I will, that, um, I will championship? say this to you,
2: and I and I respect you as a man. But I, I'll kindly say we don't, we don't go for those. We don't like big. We don't like. Small cups. We go for big cups, buddy. Okay, we're out here going for championships, not this little thing here, there. All right, all right. We're, you know, I'll we'll just say that real quick. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to make that part of the conversation, All right. When I come in here next week and we win the championship, don't say nothing to me. All right. Just be like, damn Slater, you did another one for the
1: for the trophy. Three
2: hundred dollars. <laughs> Three hundred
1: dollars. You know, you know, when, you know, my some of my young boys back in the day, you know, they played for, for Mount Vernon High School, and they were on a squad that was really nice. They were undefeated for the entire season, the entire regular season. They made a run and got to the playoffs. They got, went up to Glen Falls, because, you know, that's where New York teams played for the championship back then. They got to Glen Falls, ran through there, and they played in the Federation. And the federation is where you play the New York City champions. The New York City champions play against the rest of New York State. So Mount Vernon was the state champions because they won the rest of New York State. City champions that year wound up being St. Raymond's High School. They had a nice squad and everything. And they went and and played that game. And in the end, Mount Vernon ran through them, too. And so retroactively, they talked about, well, you know, the real championship for us was the city. You no, know, that, that happened several times with Mal Vernon. Mal Vernon would be one of those city teams. And then retroactively, they would always talk about, well, the city is the real championship for us anyway. So I'm just mentioning that because that's how kind of how you sound with, Listen, the, brother, I got with you. the Aces. I got what
2: you said. That's, that's, that's how I sound with the Aces. I got you,
1: brother. I think that, I think that cup was important to the Aces before. They it, played for, but it, it. once the Liberty ran through listen, them, did it
2: end the season? It didn't end the season. I and th- you got to remember, this is the first time me being an WNBA fan. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so it's whatever, man. But listen, at the end of the season, when we holding up that trophy, I'm, I listen. I want to hear nothing else. I want, I you know, I, I want to hear. Thank you, Mr. Slater. That's all I want to hear, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll out. And with that, I land my plane.
1: Okay, well. I don't know. <laughs> that plane kind of crashed, kind of, like, kind of like a crash landing. Listen, landed. brother. Kind of like, kind of like what the Listen, Aces brother. experienced in that game. No,
2: does,
1: I, does anyone I remember told, the score of that game? I
2: told Queen last night, "Don't have me come in that space, and we win." Yaka, I'm like Steve Urkel. Open the door. Knock, knock. Hello. Champs in
1: here. Does, 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 anyone, does anyone remember the score of that game? Was it a close score? <laughs> Not at all. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, it would be in my, if if I if I took an ass kicking listen, like that, it would be in my best listen, interest to say Daniel, that didn't mean anything to Daniel LaRusso me. Daniel LaRusso got his ass kicked a whole
2: bunch of times in the movie. What happened to that? That's all I want to say. Hey. I'm going to turn my mic off now.
1: <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> What else, Sister Queen? Ready to get this started?
0: Yeah, let's let's get it started. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play uh, this uh, news clip. Hopefully everybody can hear it, and then we could go from there. All right. Let's see.
3: Not charged, but nearly in the shooting death of Eddie Just hours ago, the District Attorney's Office released the officer's body camera video. Thank you for joining us, Central Jacqueline London. And I'm Johnny Archer. Former Philadelphia police officer Mark Dial surrendered to police today before
2: being formally charged in Girazari's murder. The DA's Office also released body cam footage of the deadly shooting. Showing the crucial moments leading up to and after
3: shots were fired back on August 14th in Kathleen. And we would like to warn you this video is disturbing. (laughs) Irozari's family viewed the videos in their entirety before they were released to the public today. And due to their graphic nature, NBC10 is choosing not to air video showing already after those shots were fired. We have team coverage following the very latest developments. We begin with NBC10's Francis Wang live at the DHS office. Francis. Well, Jackie Johnny, as you mentioned, Officer Mark Dial turned himself in this morning and then DA Krasner announced the charges, released the body camera footage, and shortly after that, Officer Dial was arraigned in court where he heard the charges he is now facing, the most serious one being first degree murder. Murder, voluntary
2: manslaughter, aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangering of another person and official oppression.
3: A long list of charges for Suspended Officer Mark Dial.
2: And we are confident that there's proper problem cause for all
3: of these charges. DA Larry Krasner releasing a crucial piece of evidence today in the criminal investigation, the footage from the two officers' body cameras. He wouldn't answer many of our questions or specifics about the footage or the charges.
2: These videos speak for themselves the law and the jury instructions in Pennsylvania, the definitions of these offenses are supported by this and other evidence. And that is why we have charged ex-Officer Dial with these charges.
3: Officer Dial's attorney said this morning when he turned himself in, quote, we intend to vigorously defend him against the charges. Despite what has been portrayed to the media, the facts will unmistakably show that Officer Mark Dial was
0: legally justified in discharging his weapon while fearing for his life. At that I'm going to stop right there. So, basically, they saw Arizari driving the wrong way, down a one-way street. He pulled into a parking spot. They pulled up alongside of him, and within 30 seconds, he was dead. The story that they originally told when Officer Dow fired into the car, windows up, was that the young man was outside of the car and he had a gun. The body cam um, footage and the ring video footage shows the young man never even got out of the car. He didn't even roll the windows down. He pulled into the spot. They pulled up alongside of him, jumped out, Say, show me your hands. You hear Officer Dow saying, I'll shoot your ass, and he shot him dead. So we're back here again. What do you think about this rule?
1: Well, when you say, first, when you say we're back here again, we've never left. So it, this is something that that is going to happen. It's not the last time it's going to happen. It's not the first time it's happened. It's not the last time it's going to happen. Um, we have a serious law enforcement issue in this country. Um, we have a, a, a lot of people who aren't qualified. If we if we did an accurate job, uh, if we did a good job of, of testing the emotional intelligence of people um, applying for these positions, there are many more people who would not be qualified, who would not or should not make it out of the academy. Uh thing that's very disconcerting about this is what caused them to change their story and acknowledge um, the wrongdoing of, of the officer uh, to the point of um, giving them murder charges is the fact that there was a ring video. So from my understanding, the cop was wearing a, a, a camera, which in itself is, is a great thing. And yet, while they saw the video from the camera, from the cop camera, they were still presenting it as if uh, the young man was a threat to that cop. It took the ring video from the home of his parents, of the young man's parents, to uh, have this uh, cop arrested for murder. That once again speaks to the gang mentality of of many law enforcement, of all law enforcement, and uh, law enforcement agencies throughout this country, you know, and it speaks to what I've said before. When you live in certain neighborhoods, you don't have to only worry about one gang; you have to worry about two gangs, because the the, the gang that's wearing the badge and carrying the the uh, the guns are going to coalesce. Once things go once they're um confronted with wrongdoing they're going to co- they're going join together they're going to close ranks just like the other gang just like the gangs that we're familiar with on the street and until we change that mentality and until we as a country no longer accept that um, things aren't going to change or they're going to change at a much slower pace than they sh- they should have to
0: I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on that. Um, I I still have some questions about this case because his partner backed up the original statement. What are we doing about him? What about the uh, spokesperson for the police department who got on national TV and corroborated what they said when you had the body cam footage and you knew that wasn't the truth?
1: well beyond the spokesperson be, because just by the type, just by the title the spokesperson is only going out there and relaying what's being told to them so that's not the spokesperson doesn't create the message the spokesperson relay, relays the message so it goes much higher than than the spokesperson and like so once again it just provides another example of a gang a gangster mentality You know, 20 years ago, uh, Carmelo Anthony was criticized for appearing in a "Don't Snitch" uh, a "Don't Snitch" video. What's the difference? You know, we celebrate, or there are a lot of people who who uh, give credence to the Blue Wall of Violence, the um, Blue Wall of Silence, while criticizing people for participate in Don't Snitch. The Blue Wall of Silence is just the same version of Don't Snitch, just from a different game.
0: True. But what is it going to take for us to revamp Law enforcement in this country, because we know where it stems from. Do we not need to revamp that, the whole process and the way uh, police officers in this country approach their job?
2: Oh, Miss Co- Miss Queen, Miss Queen, Miss Queen, Queen. I don't mean to interrupt, because you, in 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 the way that you are portraying it, yes, it does need to be, be revamped. But the way that certain... And here's the thing. I, I think I said it to you and to Miss Teresa a couple months ago. I worked with um, security guards at my school who were former, and, uh, former police officers. They hire retired police officers. And there was one that before he... Uh, after he retired from the cops, he became the driver for the CEO of Goldman Sachs. And I said to him, I said this to him. This was a this was a year ago, probably around this time. I said to him when I first met him, I said, "Hey, what made you want to stop being a cop?" And he said, "You know, you know, there's a lot of you know a lot of a lot of eyes watching you. You can't put your hands on people anymore like you used to." He said it to me, and I knew what he meant. And I just kind of gave him, you know, how you give people the side eye, kind of give him that little, you know what I mean? That's but that's the mentality that they have. I don't think a lot of people. You know what I mean? A lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these cops, especially at the young age, and this guy was, this guy's in the '60s now, so he came into the, he came into the NYPD like in the '70s and early '70s or whatever. So going into this type of stuff, this is what they, this is what they tell you. You know that, you know, you, you know, good old boys. You know he's, he's from Bensonhurst, and he would tell, he would tell me all type of stories, and I, I'd be listening to him and stuff. He and certain things he would say would get this room upset. So I'm not gonna repeat a lot of it, but like. Yeah, man, it's a lot of it's a big, 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 big. It's a big boys' club, and a lot of us ain't it. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's it's a big boys' club. Um, uh, a lot of us aren't in it, but there is for those that are in it. Uh, this this big boy club welcomes. Uh. uh a type of person that um, just doesn't have um, the emotional intelligence to deal with the job, or what the job entails. You know what I mean. Um, what it is going to take to change this. You know, this this country, this this country is, is is very funny. This country will. There are there are many people in this country who will fight against their own benefit and fight against having a union at their job because it'll hurt the pockets of, of their bosses. Yet, they're the same people who will fight, who will argue against the union of a sports, of a sports um, league. You know, these athletes are making too much money. They're, they're a bunch of spoiled millionaires, as if the owners aren't billionaires. They'll argue against every other union in this country Except for police unions, the biggest issue with the law is is police unions have too much power. The police unions can put out a message where this kid, for example, is, is being accused of being a threat because he drove the wrong way down a one way street. You know, and as was said before, we don't know. If this kid wasn't suffering from a medical emergency, who's to say what? Who's to say the kid just wasn't confused? There could have been a number of reasons, but that's the job of that's the job of of the of law enforcement to end that situation and find out. The simple fact that someone was driving down the wrong way was no reason to draw your gun. And from my understanding, the young man wasn't even armed. All he had was a pocket knife. And they made sure they reported that. Ladies and gentlemen, let me let, me let you know, it's not illegal to carry a pocket knife. If you're a construction worker, you're going to need a pocket knife, for example. You live in certain parts of the country. People carry pocket knives in the same type of holder that they would carry a gun. It's not illegal to carry a pocket knife, but if you want to if you want to try to taint um, the character of someone who was no longer here to defend themselves, or who's no longer here to to tell their side of the story as to what happened, then you introduce the specter of a pocket knife. Just like with Trayvon Martin, you introduce the fact that he had weed in his system. As if weed makes someone a killer. I'm, I'm sure there are many people who smoke.